brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is a special edition of Late Night Health. I'm Mark Gallen. We're going to try to figure out what we can do while we're quarantined and even while we're coming out of quarantine with COVID-19 with our uh, our friend and buddy, uh, Cynthia Rothrock. I bet you didn't know you were our buddy. Uh, Cynthia is a five-time world champion in forms and weapons between 1981 and 1985. Uh, she's got... you're a, you hold seven black degrees of black belt. I don't get yeah. all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, st- I study like seven different styles of martial arts and have black belts in each style. <laughs> and do you still, do you still, um, uh, I know you're not competing, but you're, you still work out with it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I've never stopped uh, from the day one, you know, which has been over 40 years. So I've been, uh, I, I train all the time. Is martial arts a good way for you know the average person joe and jane to maintain health and maybe even during this time of you know being alone and quarantine <laughs> well it's it's definitely a great way to maintain health and i think it's one of the best forms of exercise because you know there's so many different uh, exercise platforms out there we could do but this is the only one where you can learn how to defend yourself while you're also getting in shape. Uh, as far as I think if you have studied martial arts, it's uh, a good way you can practice virtually now with a lot of the classes going on. But I really do believe that if you don't have any martial arts training, it's best not to look at a tape or uh, you know try to do a class because you really need that Uh, hands-on instruction of correcting you what you're doing because you don't want to practice something and you know develop bad habits but uh, I definitely think to me I always say everyone should learn martial arts men women and children got it Uh, so that there's a physical part of martial arts and I've seen you do all kinds of crazy things taking out 87 people at a time you know, knocking machine guns out of their hands, all that stuff. But uh, 
there's also a mental part of martial arts. Yes, uh, there's, uh, it's, it's a lot of uh, mental and physical because there's so much concentration. There's so much uh, uh, thinking process, uh, remembering your moves, you know. So it, it's a lot, it's a lot um, you know, it's a lot at first for the beginner. But it's definitely great, especially for children to start, like I would say, like at age five, because it really does help with focus and concentration and, you know, their grades get better. But uh, yeah, it's a lot. You have, to re you have to remember a lot when you're doing martial arts. But that's what comes with practicing over and over and over again, that at some point you don't have to think and your body just will react to situations. What about somebody who's, say, 50 plus, all right? and they've not done anything before. Could they do martial arts? Oh, absolutely. I've, I've seen people that started at 84. Uh, the thing about oh, that wow. is to find a style that adapts to your body. Of course, you wouldn't want to get into like a Chinese style called wushu, which is a lot of jumping and spinning and acrobatics. You know, you'd want to stay something more that focuses on your hands and feet and not so much of the fancy style. So my recommendation is basically at any age you could start and you just go and you look at different schools and you could say, oh yeah, I could see myself moving like that, you know, and give it a try and see how it is. Because there's so many styles out there. Most of the, most of the schools offer, you know, one or two free lessons too, don't they? Yes, yeah, yeah, they should. If it's a pretty good school, they should have like an introductory program uh, for you to start and try and see how you like it. And it, it's not only like learning, but it's also looking at how the students are, how the discipline is in the class, you know, how the instructor, uh, you know, speaks, you know, and you could get a feel like, hey, this school is for me or no, nah, no, maybe this one isn't for me. Uh, let me try another one. It shouldn't be to me like the uh, dojos uh, in Karate Kid. <laughs> no, it should not be. If you see that, uh, run. <laughs> Fast. Yes. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, you mentioned something. You said Chinese here. Um, when you received one of your um, uh, uh, degrees, because you're a grandmaster, you were given a Chinese name. Well, um, actually, I do have a Chinese name, and it's called Lawful Lok. And if you say it fast, Rothrock, it sounds like Rothrock. But I didn't get it because of my martial art championships. I got it when I did my first movie in Hong Kong, which uh -huh. is called Yes, Madam. And they it was very hard for them to say Cynthia Rothrock. It was very hard. So I became Lawful Lock. <laughs> I see. What is it? And what does it translate? Do you know? Rothrock. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. That's easy. That's easy. How did you get... Uh, how did you start? You started young, didn't you? Yeah, I started when I was 13. And uh, I kind of, even at that young age, I tried a lot of things. I tried different various music, musical instruments. I did baton classes. I did dance classes, you know. So I was the kind of kid that I always try it. And then I'd go, oh, you know, I don't like it. I'm going to go on to something else. And uh, my girlfriend. And, and your family would say, but we bought the accordion already. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what happened in the martial arts class, because my girlfriend's parents were taking it. And I said, wow, that's kind of cool. And then when I got there, you know, we're, we're talking back in the late 70s, you know, I, um, I was the only girl in the class, it was all men, and they were all punching and shouting. And I was like, I can't do that. And my mom signed me up for four months, they did not have the introductory program then. <laughs> and uh, I, 
I, the first class, someone hit me in the head, right? This is old school training now. It wasn't a business. It was like, hey, if you're not tough, you can't hang with us. And I got hit in the head, almost knocked out. The second class, uh, someone said, hey, break this board with a kick. And I didn't even know how to put my feet in the right position. I broke my toe. And I was like, that's it. I, I don't like it. I don't want to go back there with all those men. And then my mom, you know, said, you know, I paid for four months, you have to go and she put her foot down. So I always say, I have to really thank my mom because my career would not be what it is in martial arts if it wasn't for her making me stay. Uh, and putting your foot down was, is, you know, kind of, you do that in martial arts. Yeah, and, and, and you know, what I, I realized from this too is that, you know, a lot of times we try things that are hard and we give up really easy. And I learned from that point on never to give up that everything is hard and it just takes time. And the more you put into it and the more you practice, it's going to get easier and easier. So, you know, uh, it, it was a really good lesson for me, one that I've learned and I kept uh, throughout my whole lifetime. Uh, let's, um, let's, let's talk about COVID-19 a little bit and the martial arts community. Has the martial arts community accepted you know, the, the, you know, the distancing, which is hard to do when you're fighting, you know, um, have they accepted that? Are they, you know, um, super washing their hands, wearing masks and all that? Well, yeah, actually all the martial arts schools got closed down. So uh, a lot of people have been doing a lot of virtual classes or teaching one-on-one -on -one virtually. Uh, two of the big companies, uh, Black Belt Magazine and Century Martial Arts, uh, hosted free classes for all their members. And they also had a donation. If anybody wanted to donate, it went to the Red Cross. So uh, they also were giving away free masks that you know said Century on. So uh, yes, everybody has been really good about it. Unfortunately, uh, I've heard a lot of schools have have closed because they just couldn't make the ends meet after being closed for so many months and a lot of the students don't want to come back so it, i think the martial arts school community has taken a, a pretty big hit on this uh, we'll know more i think uh in some of the states they're just starting to open up now but uh, it's hard it's hard to for me anyway to have a mask on and be training because yeah. I, I don't know you know i have a hard time going into sprouts with my mask on and you know going i gotta get out of here you know? yeah because i don't I, I find the same thing. I find the yeah. same thing. Um, yeah. The uh, and I keep touching my face because of the mask. Right. I I went and I uh, I had my glasses adjusted the other day, and the optometrist and I were talking because I've been going to him for years, and we both hate wearing the mask. We wore them. We did not take them off while we were there. He had. It, it's pretty amazing. He's had. Uh, uh, plexiglass shields put on all the equipment. Um, in fact, he's right across the street from Sprouts, uh, this, the, the, the optometrist. And uh, I should say that Cynthia and I live in the same town of Thousand Oaks, <laughs> California. Um, and we never run into each other at the market. It's amazing. I don't get that. I know, um, right. Yeah. Well, that's because we haven't been able to go out. <laughs> that, right, exactly. Um, I don't think I've been to Sprouts in in months. No, I haven't. I haven't gone to Sprouts. Gone to other markets, but I haven't gone to Sprouts. But I digress. Um, wearing the mask and working out—it's it, got to be doubly uncomfortable. Um, for me, it is. Uh, I think uh, some people say it's okay. Like you know, the the people that 
or wearing them like at least eight hours a day, you know, like say if you're working in Walmart or something like that. And then I guess, I guess you get used to it. But the other day I went in to get my hair done. My hair salon finally opened and we both have masks on. And he, when he was rinsing my hair, he gave me a towel to put over my face. I had no air coming in. I blocked all the air. And then I started like panicking a bit. And then I was like, okay, just breathe and calm down. And then I got a tickle in my throat and I was like, I'm going to cough and everybody's going to be looking at me like, what are you doing? You're coughing at this time, you know? And then finally I had to take the one thing that I left the mask on, but I had to take the other part off. I was like, it's just, it's really uncomfortable for me because I like fresh air and I'm always in the mountains, you know? So then when right. I'm limited just to breathing in here, it's, 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 it's not easy for me. And I guess for you too, because I think your glasses fog up, right? The glasses fog up. There's one, one mask that I have and they don't fog up. If you really tighten it, you can, Tighten it on on my on your nose, yeah, and and it won't. But then you can't breathe, right? <laughs> so I'd rather be fogged and breathe. I also went to my uh, my barber, and he's in little cubicles, and he's like an old fashioned barber, though he's like twenty eight years old. You know, he's a young kid, and um, uh, he puts some um, hot foam, hot cream here. And um, and on the back of your neck, and then shaves it with a a, a new kind of safety a, a straight razor, and it's very comfortable. And then after that, he has a hot towel machine, and he wraps you in that. But because of the mask, he only kind of semi wrapped, and it was it wasn't as good as it used to be. I know, right? You got cheated. That feels. So I was going to say that's yeah. like a spa treatment. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wow. At least you got your hair cut. A lot of people are going around with really long hair or gray hair or, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, the gray hair, I, I live with that. But the, uh, <laughs> the, the other members of the family here um, who you have met, uh, uh, she wouldn't want to be with yes. Yes, gray no, hair. No, that's, that's just something that's really not fair. Men look good with gray hair, but Unfortunately, most women don't like it. <laughs> yes, exactly. What What is your take on on COVID nineteen as it relates to health? Um, in other words, you know, Texas just opened up, yeah. uh, right? And as soon as they opened up, they spiked again. Their their numbers yeah. of the virus spiked. We're going to be with this a while, aren't we? I think so. I think um, especially what's been going on in our city, too, and all the crowds gathering, we're going to see a spike again. Uh, but, you know, I, I think we've been quarantined for almost like three months now, you know, so everybody just wants to get four, yeah, get out, get their businesses going, you know, and um, I think it's going to spike because a lot of people go, but I... I don't know. I think we're, we're more cautious going out now, you know, so people still wear their masks or still washing their hands or trying to keep a little bit of a distance, you know, in restaurants. I went to a restaurant the other day and they had, they had like a, it said reserved for imaginary friends on every other table. And at first oh, I went, walked in and I went, wow, look at all these reserved tables. And I realized that, you know, it's distancing. And which, um, wait a second, which one? Where a lazy dog, a lazy dog cafe. Oh, okay, sure. I went to, yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was the second restaurant I've eaten in in like four months, you know, so I was all happy. <laughs> we, like, we haven't, we've taken out, but we haven't, we haven't, haven't gone out. Yet. 
yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, I did. So uh, I, I feel like, you know, I don't know. I, I just feel like just be as safe as I can, you know. And I tell my mom, though, you know, because my mom's in the age and she has underlying health conditions. Not, you know, I don't want her to go out. And she's having a tough time because, you know, she's living by herself. She's in Pennsylvania. She's not here. I can't visit her. But I think she, I think, you know, people like that have to really, really, really be cautious, you know. Okay, and, you know, mom, you got to come out. Yeah. Move out here, right? Yeah, I, I, that's what I said. I keep telling her. I keep telling her maybe someday. <laughs> you know, it's a it's a good thing for her to uh, to. Uh, I think it'd be a good thing, Mom. So come on out. Yes. Um, well, we'll. I'm I'm around. You know, we'll we'll help you. We'll help Cynthia. What um, as we as we wrap up our time together, uh, what do you think? Uh, is is happening in America in terms of health? Uh, you know, are we healthy? I mean, you are, you're kick-ass. Let's, yeah. you know, right? Yeah. Um, our mutual friend Robert has told me that you could take me down 10 times and not even breathe. So I'm very respectful of that. But do you think most Americans are healthy? Well, I don't know about most Americans. I think in our state, in California, a lot of people work on health a little bit more than maybe some of the other states. But I think this, uh, you know, for all the, the problems we had, the good things that come out of COVID is that, you know, we're sitting home and um, like myself, like I would never do like a, a class on the TV or, you know, I have an exercise bike. I, I had it for like a year. I never got on it, but it forced me to get on it. And I thought to myself, I said, you know, I should be working out when I'm at home too, not just go out. And yeah. I started feeling healthier. I started feeling like I just started feeling good. And I think because, you know, being in the home situation so much, it, it made a lot of us say, oh, well, let's just do some sit-ups or let's, you know, all the bicycles were sold out. It's hard to get a bicycle you know, like rollerblades. And, and to me, it's a good thing because a lot of people have found new ways to exercise. And hopefully when, uh, and they feel that they're, they're feeling better that uh, when we're free to go out and do everything, you know, people will still keep up that regimen of working out because nobody wants to like just sit there, watch TV and eat. You know? Right. And well, this, you know, I've, I personally gained weight because we're not, you know, I, w I was working out three times a week. It's interesting because I feel like I work out a little bit more, even if that's possible, because I like walk all my dogs. I have five dogs, you know, and, and oh it, it's like, you know, if you, you don't have anything to do, you say, oh, okay, well, I might as well go do some of those sit-ups, you know, and I found like I got like an exercise ball. Okay, I'm going to get one of those. And then I got one of those kettle balls. Okay, I'm going to get that. And I started researching like a TRX up on my wall, you know, and I, I feel Actually, I feel a little healthier because I'm working out a little bit more at home than otherwise. Because, you know, we're at meetings, we're going to lunches, we're going to yeah. dinners, you know. But, you know, you have to focus on something. And I think one of the major things that we could have focused on is like health. And what about, what about eating? Uh, has that been a challenge for you with, the, uh, with COVID? Uh, yeah, it's, I eat more, <laughs> I eat more <laughs> because I'm home. So I go, oh, I got to work out more. But I think, yeah, it has because um, I'm the kind of person is usually, I'm pretty good, you know, and, and I, I kind of switched it off a little bit saying, okay, I got to stop eating like this at night because I'm a person that likes to eat when I watch TV. 
and I'm watching a lot of TV at night. So I'm like, okay, popcorn, you know, watermelon, something. So then I tried to say, well, let me just have tea, hot tea, you know? So I, I, I struggle with the eating at home as well, but I'm, I'm working out. And I, I think if we balance it, it, it's, it's okay. But I think a lot of times some of us are eating out of boredom too. You know, oh, there's home. no question. Absolutely. Yeah. There's yeah. no question about that. Well, there's nothing boring about uh, Cynthia Rothblock. She's been on the show before. We've talked about her acting in, in a previous episode, and we'll have her back soon and uh, continue our conversation. Cynthia, we've had your website up throughout our, our conversation. What is your website, just to make sure that it's correct? Uh, it's CynthiaRothrock.com. Cynthia, will you come back sometime? Absolutely, anytime. All right, good deal. Thank you very much. Our guest, Cynthia Rock, Roth Rock. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, just an amazing uh, individual uh, with uh, martial arts, acting, and, um, and uh, being able to take care of herself and anybody around her, which is why I'm there, because I want her to, you know, beat up all the bullies. So, That's right. I appreciate it. Uh, this is Late Night Health. Join us at LateNightHealth.com. I'm Mark Allen. We'll see you on our next episode. Bye-bye for now. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.